This week on the Do What Makes You Disney podcast, we discuss the perfect day at Epcot Center and we ask you, what's your favorite World Showcase pavilion? So join us as we do what makes us Disney. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Do What Makes You Disney podcast, where us UK-based Disney dads chat Walt Disney World, Disneyland Paris and all things Disney. From ride reviews to current news, we hope to help you with your Disney blues. I'm Danny Perrin and I'll be your show host for today. Joining me and my fellow hosts, Andy Robson from the Robson family. How do y'all? And Lewis Miller from Your Florida Adventures and Your Great Adventures. Hello, it works. Hello. <laughs> In the words of Daniel Bryan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh. How's everyone's week been? Lewis? Oh, yes. Very good. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's been a weekend. I, I, um, it's been a weekend. I think... Yes, it has. <laughs> It's been it's been quite a weekend. It's been a beautiful day today, oh. and uh, I've been up very early. I did a presentation to my business networking group, um, which went very well. Evie did the, a brilliant video for me, uh, so I didn't actually have to speak live, which was awesome. Um, so, <laughs> but nice. yeah, it's been been busy with you know just life and uh, Freddie's birthday. Sorry, I nearly forgot about that. It was Freddie's birthday. Happy on, birthday, Freddie! On Sunday, he was fifteen. So uh, we had some celebra celebrations. So, yeah, uh, had a great weekend. What about you, Andy? Marvellous. Uh, weekend, not too bad. Got lots done. Uh, lots of uni work. Spent time with the family. Um, a lovely day, like you said, today. But unfortunately, one of my kids has um, not been well. So we've uh, had to start a deal with Erin being quite poorly today. Uh, unfortunately, she banged her head messing with her sister on Sunday. And... Uh, we ended up in an accident and emergency this afternoon because we thought she had a concussion, but she's home. She's fast asleep in the next room, uh, absolutely fit and healthy. Uh, beyond that, I am happy to say, thanks to Disney+, Plus, I have now boxed off season, well, it's the only season of Firefly, so I'm doing quite well with some of this new content on there, and absolutely loving it. Uh, Danny, what about you? Yeah, yeah, it's been, uh, been relatively busy, work's still uh, plodding along. Um, I've had Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Oh, don't. Nice. Is it Friday yet? <laughs> not yet. Not yet. It's not Friday yet. Um, yeah, lovely weekend as well. Just spent it with Nikki and the boys and, um, yeah, just had a bit of fun, really. It was quite nice. Brilliant stuff, man. Yeah. Sounds like we've had a good weekend, really. That's it. Um, so before we move on, I did just want to, um, mentioned that we had some wonderful gifts delivered to us um over the past week and uh there it is look well hang on you got a mug because uh i got a mug uh, anyone yeah. else uh cheers boys oh look at that cheers. happy days wonderful so, uh we do just want to have a quick talk about um where 
uh, the mugs have come from. It's come from uh, Huggins and Co. Home decor and gifts on Etsy. Uh, you can use the code "Do What Makes You Disney" at checkout for a fifteen percent discount. Jody's been lovely enough to uh, give us a little code so our listeners can browse through and uh, look at all the great stuff that she's got on her store. And nice uh, um, it is it is some pretty good stuff as well. So. Yep. Uh, uh, we'll put the link to the store in the um, show notes and uh, podcast description. Um, but yeah, so thank you very much, Jody, for uh, a marvelous mug. Cheers, Jody. Love it. Okay, so um, we are going to uh, move on to our question of the week. I feel like we need a jingle there, like some kind of little thing that comes and goes. Yeah, absolutely. Deep, question deep question of the week. <laughs> Love it. Yes. So um, we do obviously start our shows with the segment called Question of the Week. Um, this is where we ask our panel of experts to answer a random question that, we're, that we've either come up with ourselves or has been suggested by a listener or viewer. Uh, if you do want to suggest a question of the week, you can either check out um, our Facebook group and uh, post it directly into there, or you can email us at do what makes you Disney podcast at gmail.com. So this week's question is, what's your favorite World Showcase pavilion? And we're going to go to... <coughs> Andy first. Right. Well, um, I, I I love Epcot. It's 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 absolutely my happy place. You know, that's that's where I'm gonna haunt. I reckon when I'm long gone. Um, favorite pavilion's a bit of a tough one. I I love the UK pavilion of all things. It is so quintessentially not British. It's amazing. <laughs> it's, I don't know any place in England that looks remotely like that. You know, not anywhere in Italy looks like Italy or Germany, but yeah, even remotely, it's like. Who has a building like that next to a tea shop with a Yorkshire pub across the street? Yeah. Uh, but I do, I do like um, the Rose and Crown. I think the food's great. Um, I'm going to say though, based on some recent changes and developments and the stuff we've seen, particularly coming out in October, I'm really excited about France. I knew you were going to say France. I knew you were going to say France. I, I, I mean, I love, I love um, the Chef de France. I think it's a great restaurant, particularly when they used to have Remy back in there back in the day. Um, I think with Ratatouille coming out, it's going to be a game changer. I still want to go and eat at Michapol as well. I think it's going to be amazing in there. So I'm going France. Tiens France. Jet France. I've got a flunk French school. Jet France. Da. Da. Yeah. Yeah. Da. But I'm better at German. We. Oui. Brilliant. Bonjour. <laughs> Petit pas. Uh, and all that. Chateau Neuf de Pap. Come yeah. on to Tapel, Jim Appel, yeah. Andy. Jay in. This is boring. Why are we talking in French? <laughs> Lewis, <laughs> what's your favorite World Showcase Pavilion? Uh, okay, lots. I mean, I, I'm sad that you've come to me next because there's <coughs> going to be lots of uh, of honorable mentions. <laughs> uh, but I'm really torn. I, I mean, like Andy, I like the UK Pavilion. I like the Rose and Crown. Food is good. Uh, I'm not. I've never really been a big fan of the, the French Pavilion, to be honest. But really looking forward to going there now. But I'm going to take you around to Japan. I think that's kind of one of our our favourite places. It's there's so much going on there. The the store, first of all, is is so good. 
there. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It's got some brilliant things in there. Just like lots of uh, like <coughs> Japanese, Tamagotchi, whatever you got, you want. Pokemon. You know, Pokemon. Yes, Pokemon. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to come back around to the store if I'm, if I may, obviously you've got um, some great restaurants there and uh, you've got the, you know, when, when they, when they are there, uh, I can't remember the, the official name, but the drummers, yep. great entertainment. Yes. Can't remember. The, I wish I could remember, but I really love the gardens as well, where you can just kind of grab some food and go and sit and buy. The How coin. much of a hidden item are they? Because I, even I didn't know they were there for the longest time until yeah. somebody said, "Go yeah. up the steps to the left." There's this whole area at the back. Yeah, absolutely. You can just listen to the the water coming down to the koi pond and all that yeah. kind of stuff. It's and it goes it goes on. It goes right to the back as well. And uh, yeah. you know, it's a it's it's a lovely pavilion. Um, I especially like, I think I mentioned it before, but we love the pick a pearl section in there. Um, it, it's such a great little thing to do. If you've never done the pick a pearl in the Japanese Japan pavilion, go and check it out. It, they, it's, it's like $15. You go, you, there's a tank of like oysters that are clearly kind of just like ready. that have been pre made with like, pearls inside of them and they they do this whole beautiful ceremony and it's like takes they kind of take about five or ten minutes with each person opening up the pearls um for fifteen dollars it's 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 a lovely experience and uh you know a great a great thing to do so uh, and then you can then get that set into bits of jewelry and stuff like that which which we did it was a great gift for all of our family we you know them uh the grandmas they both got a uh, like um, a, a necklace and you know so it's just like um, yeah really lovely thing to do so I really like the Japan pavilion good choice I like you, that Danny? one yeah it's good um, this is quite a difficult one because there's a few that I really like and most of the time it's based around food um, <laughs> isn't it always well of course it is so the pavilion I'm going to name I haven't actually eaten in this this country in Epcot at this point, but I absolutely adore this country in real life. I adore the architecture, the food, the beer. Um, you know, I've been I've been to this country a few times for football trips. So uh, um, I'm going with the Germany Pavilion. Mm. Yep, there's just something about it. I just, I, I love, I just love German stuff. Yeah. It's weird. Like, I, I, I never thought, I was like, oh, okay, well, you know, this is this and that is that and this is this. And when I went to Germany in real life, I was like, oh, this place is amazing. And I could, yeah. I could, I could keep going back and keep going back. And I think because of my love for it in real life, it's transferred over to the parks and I do quite enjoy spending a bit of time in the Germany Pavilion looking at the model train that goes round as well, because I'm a bit yeah. of a nut for that. Um, so I would say Germany for me, and uh, Beer Garden is definitely going to be yeah. um, visited on the next trip, that's for sure. 
So I, I was doing some reading up on the, the Midgard and uh, restaurant. I didn't realise originally that Disney's plans for Epcot was to put a boat ride in there, and that was the entrance. Yeah. How cool yeah. would that have been? Yeah, but there, there's been boat rides planned for every single pavilion. The yeah. UK pavilion had a boat ride planned for it at one point. A uh, boat ride down the Thames and things like that, Jeez. and that never happened. You know, what are you going to say? There's a block of flats. <laughs> there's a block of flats. Yeah. There's, look, there's a crane. Mommy, that, that, that man's getting mugged over there. He's getting mugged over <laughs> yeah. That's London for you, love. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> Wonderful. Does that happen in Manchester? No, definitely not. Definitely <laughs> not. Um, <laughs> right. So I think they were all quite good answers, to be honest. Yeah. I don't yeah. think there was any there that I, I, I disagree with. So, um, good choices, fellas. Good choices. Well done. Well done. Okay. So, we're going to move on to the news. Um, I'm going to be reading you the news this week. Um, I've got a couple that I am going to talk about. And first, as you can see on the screen, Disney Cruise Line confirms Disney Magic at Sea for UK residents only. So, there was a, a swell of rumors. Uh, going about online that uh, there was going to be a UK-only cruise um, that was going to be announced. And on the uh, 26th of March, it was announced um, by Disney uh, that they were going to be making these new additions to the summer 2021 itinerary. Uh, the Disney Cruise Line website was update updated with this announcement. Departing on select dates from London, Tilbury, Newcastle, Liverpool and Southampton aboard the Disney Magic, our new staycation sailings, exclusive to UK residents, invites you to embark on a brand new magical Disney experience. Close to home and at sea, be immersed in Disney storytelling, thanks to an amazing collection of onboard entertainment, dining and recreation for your entire family, with all, you care to, with all the care you'd expect from Disney. These two to four night excursions will include COVID-19 safe character interactions with Mickey and Minnie, a promenade with Disney princesses, super fun with Marvel superheroes and a frozen flurry of fun. Uh, special precautions have been implemented to ensure the cruise is promoting the health and safety of all guests. Um, you can see more of the COVID-19 procedures on the Disney Cruise Line website and bookings for Disney Magic at Sea should begin in April, and I will have to mention, of course, Lewis and um, your great adventure. Uh, they will, you will be uh, uh, helping people book this trip, won't you, Lewis? If people are interested in it, yes. So, if you would like to know more about this trip and would like to uh, get on the kind of waiting list and the interest of this, then do drop me a line at Lewis at yourgreatadventures.co.uk uh, now I'll add you on uh, we can we should as far as we are aware we should be able to uh, book this at the same price as Disney so oh. uh, so you, you won't pay any more certainly if you come through me you won't pay any more than what you, you pay Disney and just bear in mind though guys I think I think we've got to be very honest with people that I don't expect this to be a cheap experience that was what i was going to ask what do we think pricing wise this is going to be because i'm i'm thinking oh, i don't know what i'm thinking really 800 for a for the per person for the fortnight maybe 
Well, we talked about this the other day, didn't we? Uh, so prior to this being released, I've uh, tagged on a four-night Bahamas cruise on Disney Dream with my trip for next May. Um, all right, it's the Bahamas, <laughs> son. You know, it's not going to be England, where it's only something like, you know, one day. Uh, and it's a bigger ship. But I paid the better part of 4000 for a family of five for four nights. I don't think it's going to be that much for a UK trip for four nights, but I don't think it's going to be anything less than maybe two and a half to 3000 for a family of four. Yeah, so I, I kind of I kind of agree with that. So a couple of things you have to take into consideration here. Um, there won't be any any stops. Nobody, there won't be dis any disembarking. No. You're going to be on the boat. You're going to sorry on the ship. You're going to be on the ship all the time, and that's it. You're not going to get off anywhere. You're going to see the coast, and that's it. You know the whole experience is for you to be on the ship itself. That's it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be reduced capacity. They can't have a full a full ship. That it's going to be around about fifty yeah. percent. So they have to make it worth the while. Now, if you if you consider that P and O are doing a four night cruise from Southampton and essentially they're going down the Cornwall coast and then back again, uh, and that's going to cost you around about between sort of four sixty nine and five sixty nine per person. Uh, you know, depending on what time you go in the year. Uh, and I think they're starting from about June time. Uh, I can see this being around about double that uh, mm -hmm. for a fortnight, fortnight cruise. I, I, honestly, if you get change for a thousand pounds a person, I'll be surprised yeah. on a four-night cruise. And so wrong, <laughs> Lewis, as well with Disney, their prices increase as capacity drops. So the more those um, cabins sell, their prices go higher, don't they? Yeah, they they do traditionally. I don't think they will this time. I I I think they I think they'll have all the cabins at standard price because, you know, they will. I mean, obviously, if you're going for a veranda, a balcony stateroom, it's going to cost you more than it is going to be for an inside cabin. Mm -hmm. But I again, I don't know how many inside cabins they'll want staterooms they'll want to to sell because they will want to have some ventilation. So these are all things that we don't know at the moment. There's a lot yeah. of speculation going throughout the travel industry. I've I've read people saying that this is all going to be released and they're going to start selling on the 1st of April. I've read some people saying it's going to be the 11th of April. We, we just don't know. There's a lot of speculation. Um, I do know, though, people, there is a lot of interest. So... <sighs> And I think it will. I, I think people will be shocked by the price, but there will also be an element of people that will go and that will do it because this is going to be their only holiday and their only Disney fix for, for yeah. some time. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, sorry. I, so I, I a, mean, <laughs> go, go on, Andy. The, the thing that intrigues me with Disney Cruise Line is when they do sell traditionally around the world when it's a, a pre COVID situation, what they sell is they're releasing tears, don't they? So they have, is it diamond, platinum, gold, silver, and then these other bits in between, like DVC, I think, comes under gold. Yeah. Uh, Golden Oaks owners come under diamond, and they sell. So, so for example, if the 1st of April is the first day it sells, you have to be a diamond or a platinum or a Golden Oaks member before you even get close to getting a sniff. Yep. The following day is the gold, then the final day is the silver, and then the day after that is everybody else. And there's a good chance... The, a lot of the cheap price um, 
cabins traditionally disappeared very, very quickly in those days. Correct. Because to be a Diamond member, you've got to have done somewhere between like 15 to 20 Disney cruises. Yeah. And, you know, I wonder how many people in the UK fit that criteria, have done that in the past, and whether or not they will snatch up a hell of a lot of stuff. Even more importantly, I wonder how many people in the UK have got friends and family members in the US who are Diamond and Platinum level members that will get them to do the purchase and transfer it over. Yeah, I, I, so from my understanding, this is only <coughs> available to UK residents. You cannot purchase it if you are not a UK residence, resident. So that's the first thing. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, I, I hear that, Andy, and I think that's a really valid point about the the kind of platinum, gold, silver level. I, yeah. I, if, they, if they're going to offer that, you know, because as you know, there are people who in the UK do do Disney cruises, but there's not many of them. There's a, mm -hmm. a small fraction. I would suggest that if they're going to do that, they're going to offer it for a day maximum. And yeah. then because the majority of, of the people that are going to be interested in this, uh, having a piece of Disney are going, and, and remember, remember Disneyland Paris is not even available at the moment. So no. this is going to be the piece of Disney that they're going to, they're going to take. Uh, I, I would be surprised if, if any there's any delay other than one, maybe two days, if there's going to be a, an offer for, you know, because we, you know, eight, uh, even agents have been saying, is there going to be a travel agent day so that we can go and explore the ship? We can sell it to our customers. Yeah. I, I don't think that's going to happen. No, but, I don't think know, that's going to happen either. But, or are we going to get an opportunity to, you know, look, at the end of the day, you know, Disney will do what they need to do. They'll, mm -hmm. they'll sell it. They'll, they'll try and pitch it where they think they're going to sell enough cabins to make it worthwhile. Uh, but I still don't think this is going to be a reasonable, a cheap, a cheap break at all. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and you know, I've got, I've got a few people contacting me saying they're interested, uh, you know, but I would say out of, out of that, I would say probably 20% will book. Yeah. Because as soon as they see the price, I think they're going to go. <coughs> yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. So uh, it's going to be really interesting. It'll be interesting to see how it. And it, I, I tell you what, the other thing is, I've not seen it yet, but I know like Princess are doing are planning on doing UK cruises. I know that P and O are. Um, I haven't seen anything about Royal Caribbean, but if Royal Caribbean come into play, I think that'd be an interesting one because yeah. they they offer. A good package, you know. They're, they're they're much cheaper. They they don't do exactly what Disney do, but they have a good enough family entertainment package that is well worth looking at. So yeah, yeah it'd be interesting to see what happens over the the uh, the next couple of weeks. The other thing, though, I'm just I'm going to throw it out there, guys. And I know this is not what we're talking about, but please do not rule out the fact that. I and I strongly believe this, and I'm a real advocate for it. That there are, is going to be a USA travel corridor coming very soon, like end of May, early June. And yeah. I think if you want to take, if you want to, from what I'm seeing and the way that the traffic light system is going to work, uh, it might with with if you if you if the if the countries you're going to is in the green category, apparently you take a test. Uh, going out and a test coming back and that's all there's no quarantining there's no testing on return 
that's what we're seeing at the moment. It's not, that's not, that's again, we always said we wouldn't speculate. So I'm sorry that I'm kind of speculating, but that's kind of what we're mm. seeing at the moment. But, you know, I strongly believe that any country that has a similar uh, uh, vaccination program than we do, there will be a, a travel corridor and the US is right up there. So I think for the summer, you, potentially the guys that are booked for Disney and obviously we are one fa such family. I think mm. we've, we've uh, every, as every day goes past, I think we're more and more likely to see that corridor open and us having the opportunity to go during the summer break. Absolutely. Andy, anything else to add? No, I, I just think this is amazing that uh, companies are doing this. I think this is just a testament to uh, the UK <coughs> vaccination program about how many people have been vaccinated already. Um, those first vaccination people were, uh, you know, it's quite a high percentage. And then I was reading today that the people who are now getting their second dose is beginning to climb as well. So, you know, um, I like the fact that we, we can get something that's unique to us because of what we're doing to stamp out the virus in England. So I think it's great. Fair enough, Indeed. fair enough. Well, if, if any listener does go on the <coughs> Disney Magic at Sea, we'd love to um we'd love to hear how it went and what it was like and mm -hmm. have some pictures sent over to us. I think that'd be lovely yeah. to see. Uh, or alternatively, if, if Disney wanted to put us on there <laughs> and so we can review it. Absolutely, yes. In fact, we'll even do a live podcast <coughs> and see. Yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, you know. Yeah, stranger things have happened. Let's put it stranger things. Uh, so you're done there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't think I'm going to work the uh, talk less, talk less, play more into no. my. Uh, oh yeah. Into my speech, yeah. I don't think I'm going to get that in. Uh, right. So we move on to our second news story, which is Disney Mobile Magic now available. Um, so Disney Mobile Magic option launches on Apple devices. Um, Basically, it's how to get started for contactless Walt Disney World Park entry. So beginning today, guests, this is from the Disney Parks blog, by the way. Uh, beginning today, guests at Walt Disney World Resort will be able to enjoy a convenient contactless new option for entering the theme parks and more as part of the rollout of Disney Magic Mobile Service. Available now on iPhone and Apple Watch and coming soon to other smart devices, Disney Magic Mobile. Service is a fun, easy-to-use, <laughs> new way for guests to experience the most magical place on Earth. The service is offered in addition to other options such as the Magic Band, the colourful all-in-one bracelet, which will continue to be available and introduce in even more colours, designs, and limited edition fan favourites in the future. Here's a few helpful tips to get started with Disney Magic Mobile Service. You can create a custom, uh, create a customized digi digital pass. Guests can create a, a Disney Magic Mobile Pass through the My Disney Experience app and add it into the wallet app on iPhone or the digital wallet on other smart devices. You can customize your pass by choosing from several Disney themed designs that animate upon use. Um, uh, there's also special designs for annual pass holders and DVC members. Uh, for added ease, you may also store multiple passes on a single device, a great option for families. Yeah. Uh, easily entering the park and more. Simply hold your iPhone, Apple Watch or other smart device near an access point when entering the park or using an other available features, just like you do with a Magic Band. 
with express mode on iPhone and Apple Watch, guests do not even need to wake or unlock their Apple device or open up the app to use their Disney Magic Mobile Pass. As a reminder, valid park admission and park reservation are required for park entry and must be linked to your account. Uh, discover other app enhancements. Uh, we've also added a new feature in the My Disney Experience app that allows you to automatically link your Disney Photo Pass attraction photos and videos to your profile through your smartphone. Just confirm your settings in advance of riding at particular uh, at participating attractions. Their My Disney Experience app also enables Disney Resort hotel guests to unlock their room uh, room door using our current digital room key feature. Uh, you may use Disney Magic Mobile Service, a Magic Band, or a card interchangeably for added flexibility. Disney Resort Hotel guests can purchase Magic Bands at a special pre-arrived price, pre-arrival price. Sorry, guests can also pick up a key to the world card at their convenience at the front desk. Um, so basically, they're saying to download the My Disney Experience app. Um, and please note that Disney Magic Mobile service requires an iOS 14.4 or later and watchOS 7.3 or later. Um, so before we have a quick discussion about that. Okay, y'all. Here's how you add your Magic Mobile Pass to Apple Wallet using the Mad Disney Experience app. Select your name and then pick your card design. Ooh, let's go with this one. Now comes the magical part. Select Add to Apple Wallet. Then Add. And voila, now your pass is in Apple Wallet and ready to use to enter the parks. Look at it! You can also create passes for your friends and family. Once added to Apple Wallet, you can swipe through to access each member's pass. How cool is that? That's phenomenal. I mean... That's pretty I, cool, isn't it? I, I know I talked about near-field uh, communications a few weeks back, but this is far exceeded what I was thinking about. This is amazing. Yeah, I, agreed. Then the, I all those different designs, man. I think I might just knock a magic band on the head. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I can see Disney doing it with the Akita World Card Adventure because their answer will be, we're not going to be using single-use plastics or plastics full stop. You know, it look makes us that. green. Look at that mm. Epcot design. Oh, can you imagine look what the DVC ones are going to look like? I don't care. I want that. <laughs> <laughs> that Banshee one was great. Mate, I couldn't give a monkey's about the DVC one. That Epcot one's out of this world. Love it's it. It's very cool. It is very cool. What do you think, Lewis? Gonna use it or stick I'm a to magic, magic band? Bands? Man. I'm a magic band man. Man. Magic band man man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Man, man. Um man. yes. Man, man. I, I do love the magic band. Uh, and uh you know, we only got to use it for the first time the last time we went, so um it just <laughs> it's kind of like it's moved on already. How can it change so <laughs> I quickly? Know. Crazy, uh, isn't it? But no, I mean, it, it looks like a, a great option. And obviously, everybody uses their phones now. I mean, how many, what's the percentage of the world that have, have a mobile device? It must be so many. So, uh, yeah, it's, I, I think it's a, it, it's the way forward. It was always going to be the way forward. Andy, you know, said it a few weeks back. So it's, yeah, good, good on them, good on them. But I'm going to keep my magic band for a little while longer. I should have put a bet on it, shouldn't I? Yeah, yeah I'm sure Bet365 had that in the market. Yeah, and Paddy Power as well. But you can do that, you know, you can actually ring up, uh, or you can go to a local betting shop and make an, uh, a completely erroneous bet, can't you? Just something completely yeah. random, and they'll get you an odd for it. So, mm. you know, should have, would have, could have, you know. <laughs> Indeed. So that is pretty cool. Um, 
I quite like it. And the fact that you can, if you don't, if you don't want to use the magic band one day and you want to use one of these designs on your Apple watch, then go for it. If the next day you want to use your magic band, go for yeah. it. They're, they're interchangeable. You can do what you want with them. So here's my problem with the magic band, right? I'm, I like my watch on my left hand, just a personal choice. Yep. Thing is, if I'm driving to a park and I got free park admission with my resort stay to go through, I would have to stick that hand out. Instead of going to the person at the uh, parking, it, just take it, please. You know, it's to have that all there for them just to go kitching, bling, bing. Yeah, absolutely loving the idea. And like you say, these designs, Danny, these these are awesome. Loving mm. it. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Um, that's the news for the week, guys. That's so, the news for cool. the week. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Unbelievable. Um, right. So uh, last thing before we get on to our main topic is uh, the Your Great Adventures travel deal of the week. Well, um, so I don't know whether you guys spoke about it last last week. I can't even remember when this came out, but there was some big news coming out over the last week to, week to 10 days, uh, particularly for our, our um, Manchester listeners or around there that Aer Lingus had announced that they were going to fly direct from Manchester to Orlando. Um, and uh, so that's a, a really great thing for Manchester because they had lost uh, Thomas Cook going direct from uh, from, from Manchester to MCO. So uh, Aer Lingus now going to fly directly from Manchester to MCO. And if you are willing to take a punt uh, for this year, you can go. Now, this this deal is a bit of a weird one because, let's be honest, nobody goes for seven days, really. You know, if you're going to, if you're, if you're going to make a fist of it, then, you know, you're not going to go for seven days. However, uh, if you want to go for seven days, departing on sep- September uh, in this, in September, uh, flying from Manchester includes car hire, uh, and uh, this is for based on I believe two adults and two children. So not many again, not many people are going to go unless they've got really little ones. Uh, but it's coming in, uh, staying at the Rosen Inn, which is closest to Universal. So that's I don't um, yeah I don't think that's the uh, that's not the point. Is that the one you you normally do, Danny? Yeah. Yeah, sorry, I yeah. was muted. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> yeah, indeed. So he's <laughs> like nodding away, going, "Yes, that's the one we normally do." Uh, so the Rosen International, uh, seven nights, room only, six hundred and eighty-nine pounds per person. So think, bearing in mind that your flights are direct, you, you can rarely get flights direct for less than six hundred quid anyway. So not a bad little option. Car hire, room, flights direct from from manchester 689 pounds per person so well worth considering if you want to take a punt for september yeah nice. sounds like a cracking deal yeah that, that i'm pretty sure that is the the rosen in international closest yeah because we normally get the eye ride from opposite um opposite dunkin donuts to where wet and wild used to be and then walk to universal orlando from there or if, we're, or if we're really feeling up to it, we walk the whole way there. Yeah. 
Well, I think what confused me is that there is a Rosenau Point, which is also on iDrive. There is a Rosenau International, which is on iDrive. And there is also a Rosenau Universal, which is a bit further up, but I'm not quite sure whether it's the closest to Universal or actually the Rosenau International is closest. So uh, so it could be the, either, either one of those. And that's yeah. why I was just questioning myself uh, there. But, um, yep, it's... Uh, Six eight six eighty nine per person. I know it's, there's kids involved and stuff, but still, you know, with direct flights, that's a that's a bit of a steal, really. And I'm, I'm sure it wouldn't cost that much more for for two weeks, really, to be honest. So decent deal. I like it. So get in touch with Lewis, everyone. Absolutely. For your Florida needs. Hey. Cool. So we're going to move on to our main segment, which is um, which is the sequel to uh, the show we did a couple of weeks ago, which was um, our, our technical issue and sound issue episode, um, which was the perfect day at Magic Kingdom. Um, I think there was about 12 to 14 minutes of audio that was missing oh, yeah. from that episode. So it we was, have, yeah. we have, uh, we've, we've Zach Schneidered it, but instead of making it longer, we've, um, Made it shorter. <laughs> yeah, we Schneider zacked it. Schneider snacked it. Yeah. So uh, we are going to do the perfect day at Epcot Center. Yes, I'm calling it Epcot Center. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> okay. So we are looking at this day as there are no, no COVID restrictions. Everything is back to normal. Um, and we are doing this as our first day of our holiday, and we've decided Epcot Center is where we're going. Um, So we're going to start off with, we're not going to talk about the time we're getting up or how we're getting there. We're not going to bother with that this time around. So you're getting, no, you're driving, you're busing, driving, fine. I'll walk. Um, I'll pick so, you up if you want. That's fine. I can <laughs> have a lift, please. Um, so we're going to start off with breakfast. Um, I think I know where we're probably going to go for this, but if you was to have the perfect day at Epcot, um, would it be a quick service breakfast? Would it be a table service breakfast? Uh, we're going to go to Andy first because Lewis has pointed to Andy. <laughs> so Andy where are we going for breakfast mate oh and don't forget this is majority rules much like Horizons so the one that gets the most votes is where we're going I don't even think we need to ask <coughs> that, really. I mean this is going to be unanimous I, I am going to put I am willing to put my uh, brand new mug on the line and say that each and every single one of us is going to garden grill for breakfast hands down move on to the next subject swoosh I have made it absolutely no secret that the Garden Grill breakfast is the best breakfast on property. And I'm going to stand by that. And the character, we've talked about this so many times, and I I don't care. We're going to talk about it again because it's worth talking about. Because, guys, if you've not been to the Garden Grill at breakfast, you need to go. I'm going to preach it. Um, So the food, first of all, is phenomenal the the cinnamon bun people 
with the the cheese, the 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 kind of creamy cheese stuff on it is to die for. Um, Come on, Lewis, use your words. The <laughs> the, the the sausages, the bacon, uh, hash browns, all that kind of stuff. It's just in- incredible. Um, love it. It's a uh, great service. Uh, Pog juice, obviously, we can't forget that. Uh, we also need to remember that the there we go, there we go. Have I some just of that. that up on the screen there. <laughs> Absolutely, and, and also the character interaction. When in normal times, character interaction is is absolutely awesome. Um, uh, Chip and Dale. Um, we've got oh uh, Mickey and ah uh, Pluto. Uh, yep. comes around and they're just such good fun and you get a lot of time with them and because it's quite a small restaurant it's a, it goes around guys you get to see the land as well uh the the, the ride the land the attraction the land so as it, as it rotates very slowly um you get to see lots of different things uh but you get to see the characters and they tend to come around quite often because it's quite a small uh restaurant so it's a hundred percent 100% if you haven't done it before you must do it and uh and give it a go and uh you'll agree with I'm sure us and what Danny's going to say now that it is by far the best breakfast on property. Oh, absolutely. Um I cannot believe I've only ever done this once. Um it is phenomenal. Uh, from start to finish Cast members are brilliant. The fact the restaurant revolves and you can see into an attraction, character interaction, incredible. And um, that food is just out of this world. Oh, yeah. Out of this world. I Mm. I have never had a breakfast on property like it. Um, Garden Grill is just fantastic. Uh, Definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely the one for me um yeah, and it should definitely. be the one it should be the one for everybody as well if i'm honest with you um i mean it is the worst kept secret now i think this restaurant yeah yeah um, I, I think it's going to get busier <coughs> because everybody talks about it now yeah. um so but and the other thing to to note guys i mean we didn't mention it but we probably should have done you can have as much as you like yeah. they'll bring more out for you if you want it uh, but uh, believe me guys Two cinnamon buns is not good. It yeah. is not a good idea. <laughs> um, so, quick side story. Oh, hello. What's going hello. on there? Hello. Yeah, um, <laughs> quick side story. I, um, the other weekend, decided to treat Nikki and the boys to a garden grill breakfast. Nice. Um, I, we went, me and Nikki went to Tesco's. We got um, Chipolatas. Bacon. Um, I made the American style scrambled egg. I got grapes, pineapple, mango, um, and I made the fruit uh, a fruit bowl. Um, I also got like little pastries so the boys could have them. But I also made the cinnamon bun. Oh, you made it! Yeah, I cheated a little bit. I did find a recipe on Disney Food Blog. And I was I was going to copy that recipe bit by bit, 100%. Yeah. But in the end, I was like, this is going to be way too much work than it needs to be. 
So I cheated with the pastry a bit and I just bought puff pastry sheets and I bought two of them. Okay. So I made the cinnamon, um, the cinnamon sort of smear butter smear that they put in there. Rolled it out. And I thought I did it the night before. So I thought, ah, I'll put it in the thing and I'll just sit it to the side. Basically just let it, let it. Woke up in the morning and I was like, oh no. Basically, what had happened is the smear had got slightly too hot and it started dropping out of the pastry sheets. Uh, but what I'd actually done was I'd created two levels. So I had one bit and then the other bit on top. I thought, forget it. I'm putting it in the oven anyway. Put it in the oven and it all came back together. Nice. And it's, right, honestly, made the made the, the frosting on top. Once this is all over and we can meet up, I'm making you boys some cinnamon buns oh, because mate, that, oh. it, it was a it wasn't as good, but it was very good, and yep. I was quite impressed with myself. So um, awesome. we'll definitely we'll definitely do that. So it's um, it's garden grill, um, yep. right? So next thing we're going to move on to is fast passes for the day. Now. In a non-COVID world, fast passes are still there. And at Epcot, they have tiers. Yeah. Which I don't think we actually discussed when it came to Magic Kingdom, because I'm pretty sure there are tiers at Magic Kingdom, aren't there? Oh, or... I don't believe there are now. No, no they, they got rid of them, did they? Yeah. So the tiers at Epcot is tier one is Frozen Ever After, Test Track and Soaring. You can only pick one of those attractions. Um, tier two is Spaceship Earth, Turtle Talk with Crush, Journey into the Imagination with Figment, The Seas with Nemo and Friends, Living with the Land, the Disney and Pixar Short Film Festival, and Mission Space. You can pick two of those. If you was to pick one of those from tier one, where are we going? So you've got Frozen, Test Track, or Soaring. For me, personally, I, I love Test Track. Uh, I think it's a great ride. It's got to be Soaring. Well, Row B. Soaring. Yeah. I think if we're having a breakfast at the Garden Grill, I would say Soaring for a fast pass as well. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be outvoted because I would say have an early, uh, as early a garden grill breakfast as you possibly could especially on the first day and then just pop down there straight away and you probably wouldn't be queuing for for more than 20 minutes so and i would hit head uh get a fast pass for test track because there's always a queue for that and people just run for it basically okay. and it's always the longest queue so that's kind of where i would be thinking and if i had to use the other two i mean i don't really think you necessarily need to but I would always get one for Spaceship Earth because it's just such a quality attraction. And if I had to, the other only other one I would probably use it for is Mission Space. Uh, but the other ones you do not need to. And and to be honest with you guys, yeah, if you pick your moment right, you can get on Frozen Ever After quite quickly too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I am actually going to change the test track because if we're at the Garden Grill anyway, there's absolutely no point in using a fast pass because Soren is going to be a walk on at that time in the morning. So I am going to change the test track. And I think if, when it comes to the other two, 
I think you're probably right in terms of Spaceship Earth and Mission Space. I don't think you're going to need a fast pass for anything else, unless, of course, living with the land gets busy because soaring gets busy. So I, I disagree a little bit with uh, at, um, Spaceship Earth. The only reason being is Spaceship Earth only ever gets busy at the start of the day because, for some reason, people seem to walk in, like lemons, going, blah, 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 blah. oh, look, there's a ride. Thought I was late to get on it. It's, it's like, there's a ride. <laughs> look, there's a queue, Mum. Let's get that queue. And it's, it's what they do. They, this, this logic, they just go straight towards the first queue and go, <laughs> where Epcot? We're, we're in a queue. It's great. Have you ever watched The Middle? Uh, they go to Disney World. They're like, "Yeah, we're finally the queue, and it's moving." It's the exit, and it's like <laughs> that's what people do. They walk into Epcot, they see the first attraction, not realizing, yes, you need to walk maybe another four miles before you do get to the next ride. But they all just funnel straight into that straight away. The smart yeah. people know you do it on the way out at the end of the day. C- certainly, and I and I completely agree with that, Andy. You you're totally right, but I think. There's none none of the other attractions really. I mean, living with the land, it, it's very rarely that that needs you need. It's more than a ten minute wait, even on a busy day. I mm-hmm. mean, I've seen it. I have seen it get busy. I have seen it being a thirty minute wait. Oh, I've I've seen it in 2017. That was up to sixty minutes at one oh, point. Oh, serious? Because, yeah, yeah, because wow. soaring soaring the, the parks were so busy, and yeah. and soaring was at a ridiculous wait time. And it just all spilled over into living with the land. Yeah. So I think it just depends on on what Soarin's doing that day. Yeah. If no, Soarin's if Soarin's at two hours, living with the land is going to be about forty five to sixty minutes. I would say. If Soarin's only an hour, you're probably looking at twenty to twenty five minutes for living with the land or a walk on. Hmm. Uh- yeah, I mean, I'll go with whatever you guys want to want to do. But I think if I was going to choose an attraction to go on, it would be Spaceship Earth over Living in the Land. Yeah. I could, I could, yeah, I love Living in the Living Land, but I'd always want to do Spaceship Earth. Spaceship Earth. Yeah. Therefore, for me, it would always be a, be a fast pass if that <clears> if that's <throat> if that's an option. Yeah. But I'll, I'll go. I'll go with the majority. Obviously. Well, I I've already <laughs> said I, Spaceship Earth. What about Figment? Do you not want to do Figment? Oh yeah, that's the point. No, <laughs> that's no. that's a top waste <laughs> of the fast pass, isn't it? <laughs> I, I do love Journey into Imagination. I think it's a great ride. I think the original was quintessential, but I'm not wasting the fast pass. What about the seas? <sighs> oh, I like that. I do like. I, I, do, I, I like, that. I I like it as well. But oh, it shows how little there is at Epcot, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is, we'll have to do this conversation again in 12 months' time because there's going to be another ride that we need to talk about. Yep. Well, hopefully two. There'll be two. There'll be two, won't there? Uh, Okay, so what are we going to go with? Are we going with Mission Space or are you going with Living with the Land for our second Fast Pass? Because we've got Spaceship Earth and Test Track. It's going to be Mission Space, because at the end of the day, you're not going to waste a Fast Pass on what is, right at this particular moment in time, a 15-minute queue. <laughs> yeah. Agree with that, Lewis? 100%. Yep, okay. 100%. Okie dokie. So I think we've established what the next one's going to be as well, which is our first attraction of the day. So we've had Garden Grill. We're going straight to. Sorry. Sorry. And are we all unanimously agreed that 
there really is no point in going anywhere else for your first ride when you're right, <laughs> right there to um, to witness it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And then we also agreed that we're going in row B as well. Oh, I'm not going left or right because if there's one thing I hate, guys, it's an Eiffel Tower that does that. Yeah. Or a pyramid that does that. <laughs> or a Taj Mahal that does that. Thing That's is, a lovely Taj Mahal. First time I did Sorry Around the World, I'd been upstairs at the garden grill and had tea and had a couple of beers, and I thought, wow, that was strong stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Just the other thing to mention about Soaring is uh, I don't mind the queue because I like playing little the quiz games yeah. that they've yes. got on, on, the, on the walls and stuff like that. Me, uh, I mean... Catherine and Freddie, they they're not quizzes, but me and Evie love a quiz. So we we we're not we're not bothered about having a little queue so we can play the uh, play the games on the apps. So that's uh, so it's just something to look out for. And uh, and I love the queue music there as well. It's oh, awesome. that that queue music is amazing. Mm. And yeah. I'm so glad they kept uh, Patrick Warburton on for the pre-show when they swapped it over. To... Yeah. Uh, oh, fun fact. He liked my tweet about him when I uh, when they kept him on, and I was like buzzing. Patrick nice. Warburton has just liked my tweet about soaring. I Very love cool. this man. Um, claim to fame? I don't know. Is it? Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Take it. It's it's great when celebrities like your tweets because normally when I do that, I just get restraining orders. Fair enough. I, I'm joking. I'm joking. Fair enough. Oh dear. Right. Um. <laughs> Funnily enough, we're back to food, lunch, guys. Where are we going? So, are we going? Are we saying we by the time we get to lunch, we've finished uh, Future World or whatever they're going to call it next week? Uh, yes, we've we've finished. Well, I have got um, after lunch. I have put down one more must-do attraction that we would definitely want to get done on that first day. Because obviously you're not going to do all seven things at Epcot, are you? On the f- oh no, maybe you will. No. Yeah, uh, I've done it. You know, so let's yeah. put it. Let's put it down as you're going to do. You're going to aim to get at least five attractions done. So so far with Test Track, Spaceship Earth, Mission Space, Soaring, that leaves us with one more that we're definitely looking to do on this first this first day. Um, but before that, we're going to go and have some lunch. Where so- are you going? With the exception of Sunshine Seasons in mm-hmm. the land, there is absolutely smegol right now in Future World because Electric Umbrella is gone. Um, Space 220 still is a distant, far-off memory. That's about 19 years away. Yeah, absolutely. So my thought is, unless you're going to go to a pretzel stand or something, there's only one place for you to go. The World Showcase. Then you have to ask yourself a question. Mexico, you go Mexico way. Totally. Yeah, because we're British, we go left. So, I, I, I can't remember the name of the quick services. The, the Castle San Angelo, I think it was the one I mentioned when we did our favourite quick services. Yeah. Um, They do like a really like nice beef natural bowl for like, I think say six, $15, $16 for a drink. Yeah, that's filthy food right there. And you can overlook the water as well. You know, get a nice seat oh, overlooking a uh, Seven Seas Lagoon. See the Stargate in the distance. It'll all be good. Fair enough. So you're going to Mexico. Yeah. And you're going to, let's get the correct. 
So you're going for La Cantina di La Cantina di San Angel. Yep, that's the one. Oh, for four. Denada. Fair enough. Um, I'll tell you where I'm going, and I'm going to a place that I've never eaten at before. I'm going to the uh, to the American Pavilion, and I'm going to the Regal Eagle Smokehouse for lunch. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think that place looks incredible. So look at the food. Right. Do what? Do you want me to just go through? I'm going to go through it. Entrees: sliced Texas beef brisket sandwich, a Kansas oh, City smoked half chicken. Memphis dry rub pork ribs, North Carolina chopped smoked pork butt platter, American platter, which is choice of three meats from the items above, garlic toast, and a choice of sides. Yes, smoked butt. Okay. What? (laughs) It's just, it's just, it's like that thing out in Norbert where he orders butt. You can see like a pig's butt. I don't know. It just says smoked pork butt. I don't. Right. I'm not the chef. White left in that one. Then you can do barbecue burger salad. Um, barbecue jackfruit burger, so the plant-based burger. Your sides yep. are a creamy coleslaw, mac and cheese, fries, beer-battered onion rings, and baked beans with bur- burnt ends. Oh, yes. I Honestly, I'm salivating at this menu right now. We must go and eat here, fellas. We must, yep. I say. You know we're going to get some grief for this, right? Because how much, how much mockery did you get today off Dell for uh, your foodisms? Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'll start getting fit when I'm ready to get fit. And that will be just wondering when I get my pension. Hold on. <laughs> well, no, in our age group, probably by the time you're 90. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'll, I'll get fit when I'm ready to get fit. But I know I need to sort it out. But I'm going to this barbecue place because calories don't count in Florida. Lewis, nope. what yeah. about you? I have to agree with you. I mean, it's just something that I'm really looking forward to going. Um, I think I've said it before in our restaurants uh, review when we went around the quick service restaurants that Evie would probably kill me if I didn't mention a Lotus uh, Lotus. Was it flower, blossom? Flower, blossom Lotus Blossom. Oh, she's yeah. definitely going to kill you. Now we've not got the name right. Yeah, no. <laughs> it's Lotus late. I've been, I've been up for a long time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah uh, that, 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 how can you not get it right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. The uh the, the 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 um yeah the chicken dish there that she absolutely loves. Uh the honey chicken, I think it is. So um or it might be the orange chicken. No, it's the orange chicken. That's the one. She loves the orange chicken there. Um but I've got to go for this Regal Eagle Smokehouse. As you said, we've I've listened to a lot of dining reviews from here yeah. and it just sounds so good. Can I change uh, my choice then? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wasn't aware of the menu. I would like to apologise profusely to the viewers <laughs> and listeners. Um, I'm ashamed that I did not know this. Um, I am willing to take my punishment and ask for your forgiveness. Let's go to the smokehouse. <laughs> I want some butt. Just for that. <laughs> I want some butt. <laughs> you touch the butt. <laughs> you touch the butt. Yeah. How, Nemo, how far can you go? I'm going to go to the smokehouse and touch the butt. <laughs> right, so we're going to Regal Eagle for dinner. Um, yes. 
Okay, out of the remaining attractions, list um, where we go. What's the one more must do? Test track, Spaceship Earth, Mission Space, Soaring have all been. Um, we've been on them all day. We've done them already. Where else are we going? It can only be one, can't it? It can only be Frozen Ever After, really, because I mean, I mean, it's one of those attractions where it's going to be another one of those attractions where some people love it and some people hate it. Um, some people may say that they prefer the prefer it in its original state in uh, in Maelstrom. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's fine. It's 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 nice. They've done quite a good job of it, and the kids love it. So you know, I I would say because it's quite a pre- it's an e ticket attraction, and we probably should be heading there. But I'll I'm again I'm I'm happy to go with the majority. So I do like the ride. I, I think Frozen's amazing. Um, I do have one fundamental problem with it. Is it breaks down more than a dilapidated banger of a car that I used to have? It, it goes tech at least what three, four times a day, easily. Well, if the Olaf doesn't move, one of the faces isn't working properly. It's you know that's that's the problems they've got with that attraction. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't know whether that would be my one to go. I think. If we're going to do a second day, maybe that would be one of yeah. my, that would be my tier one fast pass for that day. Absolutely. Um, I'm thinking um, along the lines of either the seas with Nemo and friends, or the Grand Fiesta tour with the three Caballeros. I'm within the Grand Fiesta. I, I think it's a great attraction. It's a walk-on attraction. I mean, they're advertising 15 minutes now because they can't actually advertise zero minutes. Uh, if that's 15 minutes again, I'll leak my heart. I'll literally mm. walk on, be a nice five minute attraction. I'll eat my hat. Oh. <laughs> Much like the hat that was on the plant pot at the end of the ride, yeah, the uh, couple of weeks ago. I was going to say, yeah. what is going on with that at the moment? Have they got characters back yet? Are they still got plant pots with hats on? What I've is not, going on? I think they've just removed it entirely. So really? it's just, I think it's just the sound at the moment. That's the last I. So, but I don't Ooh. know. It is. I, I still think, given enough time, you'll get on it one day. You'll set off going around the pyramid, and all of a sudden you'll hear from the tunnel, "Remember me," and though I'm far away, remember me. And they will put cocoa in there. That's all what? Disney is doing is throwing IP at everything at the moment. So, you know, the free couple of hours is amazing, but it's outdated. Yeah, I hope they do. I really hope they do. I. I... You know, I think it, it, Coco has a real place there. Um, I, I, I love the the artwork and stuff that they put at, at, outside in the foyer area. Um, yeah, a couple of, a few years back. Uh, yeah, I just yeah, I, I I hope they do really. It's uh, it needs a bit of a refresh. I love that little ride though. I always I've always loved the Grand Fiesta tour. Yeah. Um, I mean, I loved it when it was El Rio del Tiempo. Yeah. Back mm. in that day. I loved the song at the end with all the fireworks and the Day of the Dead and all that. Yep. And then, so I, that's why I think Coco fits in perfectly because it, it ends on the um, on the Day of the Dead, doesn't it? That, mm. that attraction. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to butcher what it is in 
um, in in Mexico, and I'm I'm not going to butcher that. So, um, but yeah, I would uh, Coco's a good choice for that. Um, so, are we going to go with the Grand Fiesta for that that final one for the day? Then, yeah, that's good. Cool, nice chill cool. ride. It is. That's it. You're not. You know, and then you can use Frozen Ever After for your um, um, your second day tier yeah. one fast pass, can't you? Okay, we are going to go on to um, snacks. So this is a throughout the day. This isn't we just we've had lunch, then we're going to go and snack. This is maybe a snack that we've had throughout the day rather than. Um, uh, like in a at a certain time slot. So, yeah. is there anything in Epcot? And I'm pretty sure there is some stuff in Epcot that we all have had once before that we uh, we quite like. Snack wise, where are we? Um, where are we going, and what are we doing? If I'm honest, any flower and garden slash beer, food and wine booth that there is ever. I mean, they're they're open all year round, eh? you know. Fest of the last, let's do a booth. Flower and Garden, let's do a booth. Let's just go to one of the booths and, you know, some of the stuff that they have in there, like local cuisine and other little bits. Yeah, I, there's just too many to mention. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? I didn't even think of the festival booths yeah. before this. I was I was going to go with the gelato in, in the Italy pavilion. Nice. But um, now you said the booths. There's a lot. Those portions are small, so you could, you could go and either get one of the desserts that are at the booths, or or a, a little entree that's there as well. So that's I quite like that idea. I'm going to go with the fe- a festival booth at that time as well. Lewis, yeah, I mean, definitely. I uh, unfortunately, I we tend to go when there's at the literally the only time when there's no festivals going on at all. Um, so we, we go at the end of July, early August, and we, we kind of that four week period where there's like nothing. Although I think they're probably going to be all year round now going forward. The mm. other, the other um, honorable mention though, is uh, the, the patisserie in, in, in the I'm just looking at that now. Um, some, beautiful cakes there um some you know brilliant baguettes that um i think a, st- a snack credits as far as I, yeah. I remember um although we probably can't talk about snack credits right now but we're not quite sure how how disney dining plan is going to pan out uh but uh but yeah uh, i think that's uh i think that's an honorable mention from me but uh yeah i definitely think the the um the, the festival booths are proper up there, definitely. Yeah, I'm just so, looking at one now, which is called Outdoor Kitchen. It's Northern Balloon, which is just uh, near uh, Canada. And they're doing seared scallops with French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter vinaigrette, and applewood smoked bacon. This is a snack, is it? This is a snack. <laughs> uh, beef tenderloin tips with mushroom... Uh, Buddy Lloyd's sauce, whipped potatoes with garden vegetables. Nice. Take my coat. I'm going to Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. Decent. All right. So festival booth it is. Um, So before we do dinner, because all we've spoken about is food, really. um, Shopping. Where are we? You're going to go. You're going to go to one shop. 
you're going to buy something for that first day. Where are we going? Mr. Miller? Uh, we're, we're going, well, we're going, we're going to the old mouse gear. Yeah. We're going to mouse gear. Yeah. Uh, regardless of where it is now, I'm sure it will get back into a, some kind of prominent place. Uh, I think we again we've spoken about this before, but it's it's quite frankly one of the finest uh, Disney retail shops going. Uh, selection always seems to be something. You always seem to have some little different things in there that is yeah. is quite nice. And uh, we've we've always maintained that that is kind of our favourite store. And the amount of hours we must have spent in there just looking around. Is uh, this like I say, great clothing selection, great hat selection. Um, so and then the toys, yeah, just I just love that place, it's, it's brilliant. I would Preach. have to agree, I would testify. have to agree. Oh, my brother, testify. <laughs> I mean, the other thing that, that I really love in Mousegate is those Epcot t shirts. Yes, you never seem to find them anywhere else. No. But they're like the old school. I've Epcot got a couple. I've got yeah. a couple in my wardrobe. Yeah, I, I, I wish I, I love them. them. Old yeah. school Epcot man, I'm a sucker yeah. for. Yeah, I I would I would probably put myself in major debt buying old school Epcot merchandise. Mm. Oh, if I'm ever going to get divorced, that'll be the reason. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, because, it's... yeah, I would just, I would just, yeah, take my money. I haven't got any. <laughs> I haven't got any. No, it's not Monopoly money. It's not Monopoly. No, 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 no. Just take it. Take it. Okay. <laughs> Honestly. Okay, so we're going to go to Mouse Gear. Um, last couple of things to wrap up the podcast is, funnily enough, back to food. Where are we having dinner, guys? Lewis's face. Oh god, you're bloody food. I can't believe it. Too much food. There's not too much food. Let's uh, just pretend um, that that we can get through it and eat it all and okay. not. There's no pretending we definitely can look at us. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> you know, we're, we're not we're not so like this because your sister's out there again going, Oh, I'm fit and healthy. I, I do I work out a week. You guys. <gasps> yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, right. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out where I would like to eat Do for it. dinner. Yeah, go on. Um, Napoli. Mm, yeah. And I would get, if it was just the three of us, and they're pretty big, I would get those massive pizzas, the great big half a meter pizzas that they do. <laughs> and um, I, I would get one of those, and I would, uh, I would split that with a couple of beers. Definitely. So, so for me. what about you, Lewis? Uh, right. Well, I've got a, a few uh, honourable mentions. I, 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 well, I've got one honourable mention. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm going to make nick this one from you. Hey. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the Cellier is definitely uh, somewhere that is quality food. Um, it's expensive, but it's it's good. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I think. If we're having an evening meal, sit down and we're it's it's there's no, you know we're just gonna go for it and we're just gonna get proper food coma. I'm gonna and and we're gonna pray that harmonious is up and running at the time. 
uh, I'm going to be sending us to the Rose and Crown dining room um, so we can sit outside and watch, eat our lovely fish and chips or whatever, and watch the fireworks. So uh, that's that's my, I mean, uh, we've done that before. We went and we saw illuminations from there. Um, I really enjoyed it. And uh, I, I love the food. I love being able to chat to other British people who are serving us and, and finding out where they're from and and uh, how long they've been out for. And uh, yeah, just really enjoy that experience. So that's my that's my uh, my one. So I, I've got to admit, I, I do love the Rose and Crown. It's been one of my favourite restaurants to go to, even though it's a British restaurant and British food. Uh, I, I still love it. But there's a couple of restaurants I want to try. Viennapoli's up there. Really, really is, there, is up there. I also want to try T- Tapanido as well. Yeah. Uh, it's nothing special. It's just a standard hibachi restaurant. There's about four in Manchester. So, you know, I'll probably go to one one week and then go, right, I've done it. I don't need to go. Um. I'm going to I'm going to side with Danny purely because I haven't done being happily. Um, but if it was a case that I wanted to sit there and I could guarantee a waterfront table, then I would potentially side with Lewis. But this occasion tonight, I'm in the mood for a big, big pizza. <laughs> Fair enough. Beaten. Sounds good. Beaten. Okay, so via Napoli it is. So the last thing is, as Lewis mentioned. It's harmonious up and running. You're damn straight it is, Lewis. You're damn <laughs> straight. Those five barges that have been blocking our view all day of good pictures of Spaceship Earth, they're up and running. They're working. The show is a massive hit. And Bob Chapek can't believe his luck that they've come up with such a great fireworks show at Epcot. Um, now, the question is, is, are we staying to watch it on the first day or are we leaving it? until later on or considering that it's a brand new fireworks show are we eager to get it watched uh well oh goddy uh i would say i would do everything i can to stay there and watch it i think if i've got matchsticks there they will prop up my eyes I mean, again, it's a different scenario for for us because we've got older kids that can probably cope with it. But for you guys, that for guys that have got younger children, it's probably bedtime, I would imagine. But uh, yeah, it's. Um, I, I would say, I would say it's an absolute yes. Um, yeah, I, I think it's the first day. It just depends on how ready it's feeling. Because obviously, we've not had a break today. We've come back to the hotel. You know, we're not going for a swim or afternoon nap. Um, I'm probably going to say no at this stage. I want to be able to be wide awake, not feeling knackered, not having grumpy kids around me who are feeling really tired as well and just want to get to bed. I'm going to say no later in the holiday for me if it's the first, first day. Yeah, I think we said the same thing for Magic Kingdom as well, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Uh, leave it until later on. I mean, I know there are so many different scenarios we could have come up with. This could have been... Epcot in the middle of your holiday rather than the beginning of the holiday but yeah. I think for this for this sort of series that we're doing of the four parks and then possibly moving over to Universal Orlando and doing those parks as well as a as a perfect yeah. day I'm thinking you we do it as 
we've done it with the Magic Kingdom and keep it as the um, um, keep it as the the first day of your trip, just yeah. to sort of keep a continuity on it. And I I would probably say as well, um, I would probably say leave it until the uh, leave it until yeah the second trip. Leave it a bit later on. Um, maybe do it on a day where you're doing park hopping at Hollywood studios or something like that. Hollywood yeah. studios back to the hotel, then on to Epcot in the evening. That might be something that people might quite enjoy the thought of as well. So there was, there's that for an option. Tell you what would be a really cool thing to do. I know we've done this as sort of like a perspective of what we would do as our families. I'd love to spend sometime in a later series doing like a perfect day for the three of us going on a, I, w- I don't want to say a lad's holiday, but should we say a, a podcast experience excursion funded by Disney? Um, I'd love to do that. Cause I, I, I've said before, I really, really want to do the beer or drinks around the world challenge. <laughs> um, I, I wouldn't make it. I wouldn't make it 10 minutes. I'd no, be I think- long gone. I think if you spend your day doing it, so get to Mexico and you have a margarita, do a ride, chill out a little bit, you know, 30, 40 minutes later, you're making your way into um, Norway and you're having something in Norway, get something to eat, bit of a meet and greet with Elsa, you know, pinch a bum, she'll tell you to let it go. Um, <laughs> dad joke of the week. Wow. He touched the butt. <laughs> no, he yeah, touched I reckon- the butt. I reckon we could do it. We could get in there for 11 o'clock when it opens up the World Showcase. By the time it shuts, it's sort of like 10 p.m. at night. I reckon if we did a drink per hour, mm. it'd be long enough to get some food, salt bits up, get it out of your system. That'd be a really cool sort of day to plan. So future series coming, lads trip to Walt Disney World. No, no, How no. How much would we get smashed? A- official <laughs> Do What Makes You Disney podcast excursion to Walt Disney Hopefully funded by Disney, where we um, <laughs> we we do a live series where we talk about it. You know, you can yeah. imagine it, can't you? We're in Mexico, yay! Finally, get to Canada. We're in Canada. Look, it's the bats. I remember the bats? Hey. Yeah, <laughs> your mum's watching it live. Where's Danny? He's on the floor. <laughs> Where's Danny? Him. Where's Danny? Oh, he died three pavilions ago. <laughs> he's he's not here anymore. Sorry. Nice. Yeah. 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 So yeah, so we decided, Lewis, that fireworks is a no go to start with. We're gonna watch Fair it enough. later on. Yep. Um nice. so a quick recap of our perfect non-COVID restricted day in the Epcot Center. Uh breakfast at the Garden Grill. Um, we are then gonna do the first attraction of soaring around the world, fast passes at Test Track Spaceship Earth and Mission Space. Uh, lunch at the Regal Eagle. Um, the next, uh, the the must do attraction, um, or that added attraction for the day is the Grand Fiesta Tour. Um, we're going to go to a festival booth for a snack throughout the day. We're going to do some shopping <laughs> in Mouse Gear. We're going to have dinner at Via Napoli, and we're going to finish off our night by not watching the fireworks, and we're going to take a nice relaxing skyliner back to the Riviera where we've decided we're staying. I've decided <laughs> that. So, you know, um, good choice. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. That's it. 
Uh, we get that three uh, bedroom grand uh, deluxe villa as well. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah, totes, totes. Why not? <laughs> um, so, uh, anybody got anything they would like to add about Epcot? Any honourable mentions or anything like that that we we hadn't discussed or didn't bring up or? Um, not on the first day, I don't think. But you know, just to be aware that, um, again, I hope this kind of returns when we, uh, when we are able to head back over the course of the year, next year or so. But it's the live entertainment and live music that that yeah. is um, in on on display, shall we say? Um, so yeah, they always I have not. Uh, my my memory is just going tonight and i can't remember the theater opposite the american pavilion um but they always did tend to do uh i can't remember what it's called uh, do but food it, rocks don't they yeah yeah and yeah. um so there's a theater opposite the american pavilion the american garden pavilion yes that's it that's him the american it, gardens theater or something like that something like that yeah that so they do <laughs> lots of live shows there Beat the Beat concert, Flower Power, yeah. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, rocks or something like yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I never speaking saw of, it. I wish I did. Speaking of that theatre, I would love to be able to go one year and see the candlelight procession. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, and that's a it's a fair question. I mean, I know we're talking slightly differently here, but you know, if you guys had a preferred festival to go to, what would it be? Mm. Comments down below, please. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, I think I would like to go to um, the sort of the, hol- the festival of the holidays mm-hmm. for for certain. I just think it would be a really lovely thing to do. Yeah. So, but so. I've, the last two trips I've done have been food and wine. So I would like a break from that, and I'm going to say flower and garden because mm. I've not done a flower and garden festival ten plus years now has mm. to be and back then there was no food booths so mm. i would be very interested in doing a, a flower and garden again with the added food oh, god yeah. we are just too much food I, yeah. i'm easy i've done i've done flower and garden and food and wine recently so i'm probably gonna side with lewis in this one i, I definitely want to go and do that christmas time at Epcot. i think it's magical mm. cool 100%. no I'll do any of them. Arts, <laughs> arts, yeah. holiday, flower and garden. Hell, I'll do food and wine again. I think yeah. the arts would be really lovely, actually, as well, because the the uh, the small artists that do their kind of own yeah. take on Disney stuff. I mean, some of like, that is amazing. Um, yeah, well, just like look at you know wherever it is, and probably shouldn't point it out because it's a bit of a freak. But um. <laughs> <laughs> but uh um but yes those those kind of things can you edit that out (laughs) no i'm staying in (laughs) okay that's an exclusive for the mailing list (laughs) oh god no that's going on youtube but that's that's uh, incriminating evidence straight away (laughs) anyway so yes uh lots the th- the festivals are, are, are wonderful and uh whichever one you choose it's going to be brilliant i get to go to it's going to be brilliant cool well that brings us to the end of this week's episode uh we'd like to thank you for listening or watching if you're following us on youtube 
thank you very much to my co-hosts uh, this evening. Uh, Andy, how can the listeners reach out to you? Right, well, as it says at the bottom, I'm on Facebook, Instagram and YouTube at the Robson Family and Vlogs underscore Robson on Twitter and the Robson Family blog on WordPress. By all means, reach out to us in any and all or one of them. Uh, we'd love to hear from people. We'd love to hear your experiences and hopefully we can do something that, you know, um, you enjoy. Lovely. Lewis? Yeah, so you can reach out to me personally on Facebook. Um, just at Lewis Miller. Just get the right one. Um, then I have... <laughs> uh, then, obviously, I have my the company, Your Great Adventures, uh, personal travel planning, and we specialize in all things Florida and Disney parks and Universal. Um, so you can check out the Facebook on the bottom of the screen there, and you can contact me at lewis at yourgreatadventures.co.uk or check out the website www.yourgreatadventures.co.uk, uh, which some people have actually been doing recently, and I've had some emails coming through for the contact sheet, so thank you very much if you've done that. And I also have uh, Instagram and Twitter, which I don't really use. And also, if I may also say, uh, I talk about the Your Florida Adventures show, which I believe is going to be, well, it should be coming back this week, uh, this Thursday. And uh, I don't know who the guest is yet. I still have to sort that out. But uh, it might be my daughter again. It might be Evie. Who knows? And, uh, and we'll be talking about our love of Florida. Uh, so uh, that's on uh, check out that on youtube and on instagram and on facebook nice what about you danny how can people get in touch with you uh follow me on instagram uh pairing underscore with underscore the underscore mouse um i'm also on twitter at pairings mouse um like i've said in previous pods i don't really use the twitter uh, it is a cesspool of evil. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, how long before um, we get banned off there, eh? What, on Twitter? Yeah. Mate, they can ban me for all I care. Mm. I, meant, I meant the podcast. Oh. Uh, they can ban mm. us for all I care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah that's where you can uh, that's where you can find me add me i'll be more than happy to interact um should you wish um so if you've enjoyed the show and would like to join our mailing list for updates sound bites and behind the scene clips please email us at do what makes you disney podcast at gmail.com uh we'd like to thank uh one of our listeners carl who um join the mailing list this week uh, along with a, a few others so uh, we're, we're slowly increasing on a mailing list which is lovely that you guys are uh, you're, you're you're willing to uh, be part of that and uh, listen to us free just rabbit on about disney for an hour and a half it's fantastic mm. um you can also follow us on twitter Instagram, and of course, Facebook, where you'll find up to date information on future shows and what we three are up to. Um, don't forget, we are available on all good podcast sites everywhere. Like, follow, and subscribe to ensure you get to hear us first. Five star reviews and comments are always appreciated. Uh, we'll be back soon with another episode of the Do What Makes You Disney podcast. But until then, stay safe. And remember to always do what makes you Disney. Bye. Bye. Bye.